With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. The only place in which you can apparently watch anything to do with Arsenal this evening as millions of Arsenal fans have scoured any possible way to find a way to watch the game, hopefully legally, um, but have obviously come up very much short and uh, have resorted to finding people in the ground uh, to possibly help us out. More on that a little bit later. I hope you're good. I hope you're well. You'll join us after Arsenal have beaten Wimbledon 3-0 in the third round of the League Cup. Arsenal, one of the few big teams in the Premier League, easing their way through to the fourth round after Chelsea and Spurs have taken penalties to get past their teams. And Manchester United knocked out by West Ham after a 1-0 win at Old Trafford. I'm joined by Chris Davison. How are you doing, mate? Are you well? Yeah, doing very well. Thank you, Tom. Um, it was an interesting one tonight with a lack of, of streams mm. and uh, TV showings, broadcastings. But um, yeah, well, just happy that we uh, we got the win, obviously. And um, there wasn't any hitches along the way. It all went smoothly. So all good. Yeah, it's uh, if you want to challenge people, try writing pieces about a game you can't watch. That's that's the skill in the job. That's the real skill. Chris, we have obviously gone through. Um, just kind of give me your initial reactions to to that progression. Yeah, well, like I was saying, you know, it's a positive, isn't it? Um, and uh, the main thing is, like I was saying, we, we looks like we've we've won the game without any sort of major injury problems which I think a lot of Arsenal fans were concerned about heading into the match with Thomas Partey starting it all looks like everyone came out of that um, in, in good condition thankfully and um, yeah you know uh, it was a, I was expecting it to be a pretty straightforward fixture I mean you never know what you're going to get from Arsenal but luckily there wasn't any uh, nasty surprises from them tonight so yeah it, it's good hopefully it gives them players and gives the rest of the squad a bit of confidence heading into the North London derby at the weekend. You say no nasty surprises. Um, I think there was when the lineup was announced um, for a lot of people. Uh, I think that there was two kind of key things that I noticed on the lineup. The first one was the absence of a certain Charlie Patino. I'll first get your thoughts on that. For me, that's I put my thoughts out ahead of the game, of course, in quite probably the most wired uh, video we've put out of myself on Twitter so far since beginning the Arsenal way. I just can't get my head around why he wasn't included what why there wasn't an opportunity to give charlie patino minutes in this game yeah i mean after thinking about it a little bit more i can see why party was keen to get out there get some more minutes under his belt i mean it's been pretty clear hasn't it the last couple of weeks when he, he since he's been uh, back and returned from that injury that party isn't at full fitness and he does need some more minutes to to sort of get that those fitness levels up again and, and where they should be. And I understand that the main part of doing that, the main way of doing it is by, is by playing football matches. But especially with the North London derby at the weekend, I just thought it was a huge risk. And, you know, I, I put it on social media before the game as well, you know, respect to Thomas Party for asking the manager to get out there, etc. I like that from a footballer who's keen to 
to get out there and, and improve their fitness. But I'm sure you'll agree with me here, Tom. One of the, the, the main issues and main reasons why Party has been picking up these injuries um, every now and again is because he has been mismanaged and thrown back in too soon. And that was my main concern, um, especially ahead of such a big game at the weekend. But, um, you know, it appears at the moment we're waiting for Arteta to speak after the game and uh, Chris Wheatley, Kaya, uh, our Arsenal correspondents at Football London will be bringing us that so to keep an eye out. But um, it appears at the moment of, of doing this stream that Thomas Party is OK and the risk paid off. So um, it was strange, and uh, especially with Charlie Bettino, um, who I'm sure we'll talk about a bit more in a second. It was it, it, it raised a few eyebrows and I'm not surprised. But um, like I say, the risk paid off. And I suppose coming out of the game, that's that's the main, mo- you know, most important thing, isn't it, really? Absolutely. I mean, I was very worried um, about obviously Thomas Partey being involved in the game. He lasted until the 60th minute. That clearly shows it was probably a plan to, to take him off after that 60th minute. I I still really struggled to get my head around the idea of risking him in this game. Uh, Chris Wheatley obviously said that he specifically asked um, the manager to be involved in the match. And I understand that. I really do. But there's always going to be part of me that thinks there's a North London derby at the weekend and a lot of important fixtures after that. We know that we know that um, Thomas Partey, of course, is someone that has faced injury problems himself. And that, for me, is is always going to be a worry and a risk. If I was the manager, probably wouldn't have taken it. It's paid off in this case, and hopefully that means that he goes straight into the North London derby, fit as a fiddle, as they say. But, uh, yeah, that's one. Charlie Patino, for me, as I say, I, I struggle with that one to know why he wasn't included. In the chat box, uh, we've got people obviously offering up their reasons as to why he wasn't included. Zander says, Patino is 17 and played 90 minutes on Saturday. Maybe the reason not to include him, but would have liked to see him. And I understand that too, and it's a point that's been raised by a number of people. But for me, just, you know, on the bench, chuck him on last 20 minutes with 2-0 up by this point. I think it's a real good opportunity to throw him in. Um but we didn't choose to do that. Balogun, of course, coming on later in the game. Interesting that Nketiah, Chris, who's out of contract at the end of the season, hasn't played at all so far this year. Balogun signing that new deal, promised more opportunities with the senior first team, and yet Nketiah was the person chosen to start. Do you think that was a little bit contentious by Arteta? Yeah, it's certainly interesting, isn't it? You know, and I know, uh, as we all saw against that opening night against, um, against Brentford, Balogun struggled, uh, as did every Arsenal player. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sure Arteta hasn't just judged him based on that game. I think Balogun um, scored uh, once or, or a couple of times against Chelsea for the under-23s yeah, at the weekend as well. He looked really sharp. You know, we know he has the potential. We know he has the quality. Um, so, yeah, it's a little bit strange why well, Arteta opted for Nketiah uh, this, this this evening. But I guess, again, another factor in that is the lack of game time that Nketiah has has got recently. You know, he, he got injured um, at, the, at the beginning of the season. He's been unavailable. And there was a lot of talk surrounding his future in the summer. Uh, and obviously, as you mentioned, he's, that contract is running down. He could leave for nothing next summer. It's a risk. But um, he's still an Arsenal player and one of Arteta's jobs as the manager is to try and keep everyone happy regardless of their situations. And again, it's a, it's another decision that paid off nicely tonight. It was a lovely finish from Eddie. Uh, a great back-heeled um, goal from him. So, uh, yeah, as, as uh, you put in your article, which I've just published, Tom, 
It is food for thought for Mikel Arteta. And will it change their mind in regards to the whole contract situation? Will they try and agree a deal now? Mm. I think, you know, with Lacazette potentially leaving in, uh, in the summer as well, it's looking likely at this stage without him signing a new deal. Could Eddie and Ketia be his replacement? You know, I think Eddie is someone who has got a lot of potential, but um, that potential and that quality hasn't been seen as much in recent uh, times due to the lack of, the lack of playing time. So uh, we'll have to wait and see how that one develops. But um, yeah, good to see him on the score sheet tonight. Football London does understand that a deal was offered to to Nketiah. It's yet to be kind of signed or if we're aware that anything's mm. been kind of pushed back. But there was a, a kind of an offer sent towards Nketiah. It's not been signed so far. Arsenal. Sorry, Tom. Sorry to interrupt you there. Oh, Arsenal. The name has just been drawn in the, the, the fourth round at home. And it will be against whoever number three is. Oh, that doesn't sound Leeds. good. Leeds. Oh, Arsenal Leeds. I remember, I remember was it a League Cup tie that Arsenal Leeds, Thierry Henry returned mm. in to yeah. score that famous goal on yeah. his return. So Arsenal will play Leeds at home in the fourth round of the League Cup. Happy with that, Chris? Yeah, I think it's certainly um, certainly going to be a, a tough test. They're, they're a good side. Marcel Bielsa you know, will set up his team well. They'll play some good football. Uh, it'll be difficult to break down as well as being a dangerous um, team on the attack as well. So, uh, you know, all respect to, to, to AFC Wimbledon, but it's obviously an instant upgrade from tonight's opponents. So a good test for the Gunners, absolutely. Lovely stuff. Uh, it was the FA Cup, says Omar. So there you go. Me being told about my knowledge. A cup competition <laughs> in which we got Leeds at home. So there you go. Dan Robert says, Leeds it is. Easy win. Uh, and Zana says, we might get to see this one, uh, which would be nice. <laughs> Tulip says, that's a great test for us. Hope that will be streamed. Uh, and yes, Femi, a very happy Tom indeed. <laughs> of the reaction Chris to the other games Manchester United going out against West Ham making obviously this competition I say slightly easier to progress through you've got to beat everyone that you come up against Chelsea and Spurs just edging through in their games on penalty shootouts Manchester City we know cruised past Wickham although they did of course go behind to the lower league sides do you think that this competition is going to be targeted by Arteta and do you think that strong lineup maybe? shows a little bit of intent from us that we are going to be pushing for this competition this season? Well, for me, I think it absolutely needs to be. You know, without the, the European competitions to focus on this season, we, we need to focus on on the cup competitions instead and, and go for it. You know, it, it should be one of our targets this season in terms of winning winning silverware and, and to try and progress as, as, as further as we can. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, tonight... Tonight's example with the team sheet and, and the lineup shows me that Arteta is quite serious about this competition. I know I think before the game, and as we touched on earlier, I think the majority of the Arsenal fans were expecting um, a much more younger team, a lot more of the academy products involved, maybe. But no, Arteta went full strength. And um, yeah, I think it does signal some intent from him in this cup competition. I think obviously the FA Cup is the biggest biggest priority in terms of competitions this season we obviously all know we, we love a, a good run in that uh, and it would be lovely to go all the way again this season but mm. um yeah the, the cup competitions absolutely need to be looked at seriously um if we're to have a successful season and i think 
you know, obviously the Premier League is our main priority, trying to get into that Europa League spot again, the top six. But um, when you're, you're winning games, whether that's in the league or in the cup competitions as well, it builds momentum, it, be, it builds confidence. So um, whatever game it is, whatever competition it is, it's really important to come away with, with a win. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's going to be a competition in which it can be that spring ball for you in the early part of the second half of the season. Manchester City have dominated this. I think they've won the last four or five of them in a row. So they Pep Guardiola knows the benefit of winning it and kind of, you know, springboarding you on to the rest of your season and, and the running for whatever your ambitions happen to be. Uh, let's go into the chat box a little bit more to see what you guys are saying about the victory and, of course, our draw against Leeds. Stephen Foote says, Leeds will be intriguing, even stronger lineup, perhaps you would imagine. So, just having a quick look about when that fixture will be played. It's not actually that far away. It will be played uh, supposedly on the 27th of October. That sandwiches itself between a Friday game against Aston Villa, which gives you a good amount of kind of recuperation time until the Wednesday game, followed up by a Saturday 12.30 a.m. kickoff away to Leicester. Do you think that could cause any problems, Chris, with it being such an early kickoff on a Saturday and a Wednesday night game? Hopefully not. And I'd like to think Arteta's still got a lot of options within the squad um, to, to, to rotate and, and make changes if needs be. I think uh, I think it won't be too dissimilar to the to the, the lineup tonight. I think Arteta will go relatively strong again. Um, and obviously, it depends what ha- happens with injuries and absentees between now and then as well. But uh, I think if if Arteta has similar options which were available to him tonight, he'll he'll go along that route again. Um, but uh, yeah, absolutely, it will need to be a strong strong lineup regardless because Leeds will ultimately be uh, quite a tough test for us. Uh, Tulip has asked the question, Laka instead of Pepe against Spurs. Now, our reporter in the ground, Chris Wheatley, has made us aware, of course, that whilst the likes of Martinelli was quite sprightly and, and Saka looked very good coming on, despite Lacazette getting a goal from a penalty spot and an assist in the game, he wasn't exactly impressive. Um, do you think he's probably not done himself any favours about selection ahead of the North London derby? You know, Pepe's one of those players that can just be really frustrating. You know, he, one week he's amazing and he's he's looking absolutely class and then the next he's he's just not quite on it. And um, I think that that final product has been missing from him in recent weeks. I'm casting my mind back to the Norwich game in particular. He had so many great opportunities and he got in some, into some really strong positions as well, but he just couldn't find the back of the net or that final pass. So... Um, you know, he's, he, yeah, he's a frustrating play. You can see the quality that he possesses. You can see the potential that he has and the, the levels that he can reach if he really puts his mind to it. I think, look, it, it depends on, on how Arteta wants to set up as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could be the 4 free free Again, we could see Ar- uh, Martin Odegaard, Smith, Rowe, Pepe. I mean, uh, sorry, Saka uh, uh, instead. So, you know, it, it depends on the way Arteta sets up and the formation we play, of course. But, um, yeah, it, it would be uh, it would be sending a message to Pepe, wouldn't it, if he if he isn't included in in the North London derby squad or at least the starting 11, should I say. Um, and, yeah, I just think he needs to take it up a notch, if I'm being honest with you, because he has the potential, he has the quality, but we're just not seeing it all yet. And that's the most yeah. frustrating thing. 
Stephen Foote's asked what were the thoughts about our full our fullbacks tonight. I thought they did very well, and Lukonga is our new defensive midfielder, in my opinion. Uh, Chris Wheatley again on the ground said that uh, Tavares looked exceptionally kind of standoutish uh, amongst the crowds, and I mean it's weird for him, isn't it? Because you come into the team as a 21 year old, you you're very sprightly, you've got all this ability and talent. But ahead of you in the team is arguably the most likable character for all Arsenal fans in Kieran Tierney. It's a weird situation for him, isn't it? And do you think no matter kind of these performances in the League Cup, he's, he's just not going to get picked ahead of Tierney, is he? You'd think not because Tierney is one of our, our best players. He's, you know, he's, for me, um, in my opinion, one of the best left backs in the Premier League as well. And when he's fully fit and when he's at his best, he's he's unstoppable. And he's such a, an important, crucial part of this this Arsenal team and the way it plays. It can be a real game changer for us at, at fullback as well. But um, all, all uh, Tavares needs to do is, is impress in training, impress like he did in, tonight in those Kip Cup games and when the squad's rotated, when he is given his chance. Um, and I, I'm sure I'll get Arteta turning his head a little bit because... Especially in pre-season, I remember that 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 his first goal he scored against Rangers mm. um, before the season got up and running looked really really good. And he, especially going forward, he's quite dangerous. He's got great pace. So um, you know, I think there's still a, a few tweaks he needs to make in his defensive game. But uh, I think we've got a real gem on our hands. You know, just like Sambi Lukonga, who's young, got a lot of room to develop, a lot of potential to grow. So. I'm excited to see more of him, absolutely. And we, we also know he can fill in at right back if needs be as well. So if um, it's, you know, Arteta switches to a back three and it's Tommy Asso as part of that centre-back line and Tavares plays as a right wing-back, for example, I think he's a great option there. So, um, you know, as, as well as potential and quality, he brings a lot of versatility. So, yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on this season. And we I think we're all in agreement, aren't we, that that competition and that backup for Kieran Tini was just so desperately needed. Mm. Can I just simply ask him why wasn't it streamed? It just, it just wasn't. Good question. <laughs> it's a good question. Like it just wasn't streamed. We're relying on information from uh, our people within the ground, and obviously listening to the the commentary from Arsenal's uh, official website as well, and and seeing some clips that have come up through Sky Sports as well. I've obviously released the clips and some of the highlights throughout the game uh, as well. So it's interesting that it wasn't streamed, whether or not the Leeds game will, of course, will be accessible to people, not just in the UK, but around the world, uh, is yet to be seen. Gareth Ainsworth, apparently on Sky, was impressed with Sambi Lukonga. And O'Malley's asking, how was Leno's distribution of course we can't comment from seeing Leno's distribution in depth what we can say is that he started the game and all of those rumors Chris about maybe Ramsdale being taken out of the lineup and Leno being promised a start against Spurs at the weekend probably with his presence in this game rules that one out yeah I would imagine so um uh, again like you, you touched on Tom I can't say too much about Leno's distribution because we didn't see the game itself but I, I did see a few people and from a few clips um you know focusing on the, the time Leno takes when he's got the ball and trying to pick out a pass he takes a, a considerable amount of time longer than what Ramsdale does and we have seen so far haven't we Ramsdale seems so much more confident with the ball at his feet, feet and picking out a pass to one of his teammates so that's definitely one of Ramsdale's strengths and a big bonus that that we've got that now in the goalkeeping department because as we've all seen, it's, it's something that we've, we've lacked, isn't it, um, massively. So, you know, you know, Leno um, 
can only do his best in, when he's picked and he's kept a clean sheet tonight. I'm not sure AFC Wimbledon created much or had many attempts on goal. But um, for me, and based, with what, based on what we've seen so far in the previous matches, Ramsdale's got to be put back in for the North London derby. I think that if we don't play Ramsdale uh, at the North London derby, it's it would be an incredibly damaging uh, thing for Arteta's kind of reputation amongst the fan base, and it really would it would be a very confusing decision to understand if that turned out to be the case. Uh, I mean, says what a game from Sambi. Thanks, lads. Sambi again impressing during the match, which is great. As did plenty of the players on the pitch tonight. But we have unfortunately run out of time for today's show. Me and Chris have got to get on for the next hour and a half of our shift to bash out some more content for you guys make sure you are following of course all of the written content that's coming out of football.london in association with of course the arsenal way chris been an absolute pleasure uh to you for you to join me as always thank you very much tom glad we could uh be speaking about another arsenal victory tonight Mm, three in a row i mean that is worthy of a like if anything else if you haven't already please do drop a like on today's video on facebook and of course on youtube and share this around Uh, make sure you subscribe to the arsenal on youtube if you're tuning in on facebook why aren't you joining us on youtube please make sure that you do and you hit that subscription button we are on our way already to 2000 subscribers and if you haven't watched me incredibly embarrass myself in a football fun day challenge please make sure you do chris is laughing you know that it's that funny it genuinely is uh, we'll see you again tomorrow morning for the arsenal agenda show every single monday to friday at 9 30 a.m uk time it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you and just always keep following us down the arsenal way Oh, you are, 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 you are,